What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Luke Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. And quick reminders that we are in a new month, so make sure to download and play Batman Arkham Knight and Darksiders 3. Both are for free on PlayStation Plus throughout the month of September. Make sure to download those, play those, and come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know what you thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought. And our game, picked by Chevy this month, is Monster Hunter World in honor of Iceborne coming out. Make sure to play Monster Hunter World and pick up Iceborne if you want. And we will talk about that at the end of the month for Game of the Month. Let us know what you thought of that game as well. We have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you'd prefer to listen to us. I fucking nailed that. Fuck nailed yeah, it. You did. Chris is here, which is fantastic. Uh-huh. We, lo- we love Chris around here. I love being here. All right. That's good. That's great. I'm glad we're all fucking having a good time. Uh, we have two bits of news to talk about, so let's jump into it. First bit of news. All right. Capcom uh, earlier, I'm not sure the exact day they did it, but they teased a new Resident Evil game. It was early. Um, it is known as Project Resistance. They do have a teaser page up. And Resistance. the game will be available uh, on PC via Steam and all consoles, it seems like. I don't see Switch mentioned, so maybe I'm wrong. There, Wait, but. it's coming out on Steam? Yes. That's nice. Ooh. Um, Good job, Capcom. <laughs> there's no official title for it, like I mentioned before, but they will be showing more on it on their YouTube on September 9th, and they will be at TGS September 12th. There is more to this uh, that was posted a little later they were there was four leaked images of a group of uh characters which are uh presumed to be co-op playable characters bunch of chads uh and it seems like the speculation is is going to be a game similar to that of uh revelations or outbreak uh so thoughts of them making a new resident evil are you excited to uh see the details in september and what do you think it's going to be um i'll jump in so uh i'm really excited for this honestly uh i think capcom has completely uh been on a redemption arc with what they've done in the past and what the games they've been releasing ever since monster in a world which is our game of the month make sure to play that and come back to the month plus club game of the month um Quick, quick fucking uh, thing. Uh, but ever since they released that, they've been making really great games again, and it's been awesome. So uh, Resident Evil 7 was really good. Resident Evil 2 Remake is, is amazing. It's really good. It's one of my favorite uh, survival horror games. So the idea of them teasing any Resident Evil is really exciting because they're just they're doing a good job right now. And uh, and so that that's awesome. But then also that they potentially, which is crazy to me, could be making another uh, co-op Resident Evil that possibly could be like Outbreak is huge to me because I think Outbreak was way ahead of its time. Most of those assholes who actually played that game, and uh, as if everyone who played the game was just an asshole. Jerks. I was one of you. Um, <laughs> Goddamn dickbags. Bunch of dickheads playing that game. Um, and if you didn't get a chance to play that back in the day, Outbreak was uh, a PS2 game that you had to have the the... What was that thing you had to put on the back of the PS2 to get internet? Oh, do you the, remember? Yeah, it was a modem. Yeah, there's like a modem you had to put on the back <laughs> of the PS2, plug that fucker in. We had that because you used to play uh, something on there. Final Fantasy Eleven. Yeah, Final Fantasy Eleven. And uh, so I had Outbreak, and um, it was really cool because it was set up like the earlier Resident Evils, where it was like tank controls kind of. Um, 
I think it was still tank controls. You might have still moved with uh, with analog, but um, it was still those fixed camera positions, and you would start all these different scenarios during what was the Resident Evil 2 outbreak. So it was kind of neat. It kind of expanded on that lore. And you played as like random people during that time. You picked a character. They all had starting gear. The cop had a gun, but one clip. Um, some other people had like someone had like a lock pick or a key or something like that. And uh, and yeah, you went from uh, the beginning of the scenario to the end. Had to typically fight a boss, I think. And you were essentially trying to survive the zombie outbreak. You're just playing as random survivors. Um, it's really neat because you, you know, it played just like other Resident Evil. So the zombies would come up and grab you and people would like have to like stab them and shoot them and try and get them off. And then you could like, I think you could hide in that game too, which is kind of a weird mechanic. You could like hide under beds or some shit. I don't remember. I remember being able to go into things. Um, it's been a while since I played it. I really liked that game and nobody played it. So in my opinion, it's really ahead of its time. Not to say that this game would be exactly that, but if they did something like Outbreak again, uh, I think it's the time to do it. Especially don't don't have asset. Like um, they've experimented with making multiplayer Resident Evil games uh, recently. They had that um, uh, first person shooter that came out. And it's kind of a cool idea, but it was it was so shittily made. Does anyone remember what it was called? No, nope, I know. Came out like the last like, two, you're three years. About because I remember watching you play it a little bit. Yeah, and it was weird because you could literally go from like full on running to laying down and stay at the same speed while yeah, laying down. That's how silly. badly developed this game was made. Yeah. I like after a while, um, would just lay on the ground and just, like slide around shooting people <laughs> at the same speed of running. And people weren't expecting it because why the fuck would you? What game has that? It's like how Tribes, when it came out, there was a glitch where you could slide down hills and gain momentum. And then they created that to be like the thing. Skiing. That, skiing, yeah. <laughs> they were like, this is Tribes. That glitch, we're just going to keep that. That's actually really fun to do. Maybe this will, in the future, just be like the game where you lay on the ground and slide around shooting people and shit. I have no idea. It was fucking awful. But it's kind Snake of a cool simulator. idea. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's kind of a cool idea, though, the idea of having a first-person shooter but having zombies in the mix. is kind of cool, but um, not well ex- executed. So if they're going to do this four-person co-op game uh, that's being speculated on, um, you know, the pictures we're seeing looks like the new Resident Evil engine, and that's a fantastic engine. I'm so excited to see anything else that comes out on the thing because so far everything that's been made on it has been awesome. Um, but make it survival horror like give me give me like a resident Evil 2 experience in co-op four player uh similar to outbreak and I, you will have my fucking money i will buy the show that game that sounds awesome to me so i'm very excited to see what they show off and i can't wait but if it's not that um I, i'm excited for anything if it could be resident Evil 3 even though those pictures don't look like resident Evil 3 um but yeah really excited maybe uh a little hesitant, but I, I the Resident Evils I have played were co-op. So I played Resident Evil 5, I think it was with you, the, all the way through the whole game. Yeah, I hope it's not like that. No, but I'm just saying, <laughs> the only time I sat down to play Resident Evil was yeah. was because uh the fact that I was able to play it with somebody. We yeah. even tried to dab a little bit in 6. Uh, it was fun. Don't know. Oh, we were having issues. Story's trash, but it's fun. But, uh, yeah, so if there's a chance for me to potentially play Resident Evil, um, you know, that's kind of the way to get me in there. Because I'm not going to play a horror game by myself. It's just not my type of game. I get too in my own head about it. It might not even be scary, and I'm just telling myself so much crap that I can't progress in them. So You don't want to play Blair Witch by yourself? It's a, it's really bad. I watched you play the whole game. Why would I play it? Because it's really bad and won't scare you. Think back. Ah, that, horror well, that's, game. that's my whole point, though. A game doesn't have to be scary. It just mm. has to have the right vibe, and I'll just all of a sudden start thinking, overthinking it. Uh, mm. Doom 
was a great example of that. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, other than that, though, it does look gorgeous because, you know, like you said, it's on that engine and that they Audi engine, baby. They've made some magic with that engine, uh, being able to make games look that good. But, you know, Capcom's always had kind of a, a really one thing they've always been really good at is their games are usually graphically very good. Like, I mean, if you so. go back to the original Resident Evil, they're trying to make a photorealistic looking game. It's pixelated yeah. as fuck now, but like back then, they're like rendering pictures in the background because they're or, trying to make it look real. And old Devil May Cry games and stuff like that. Yep. They always oh, looked yeah, yeah. really good. Yeah. So, Capcom has always been really good about that. Yeah. So, not, I mean, not the original Monster Hunters, but yeah. they, they got a charm to them. So, the <laughs> new one looks great. So, I mean, I got to give them props for that too because there's not a lot of uh, AAA companies really kind of pushing graphics uh in fact it's a lot of the smaller companies well smaller mm. companies doing it um you know you got people like ea just fuck cycling the same shit over and over and over again just so. throwing out there fuck them but yeah Easy crops eat up children <laughs> overall i'm interested to see i'm actually super stoked for tgs this year because the japanese game market has been on fire yeah it's weird uh i remember tgs years ago i was like yeah we're just gonna get you know more of what we saw at e3 but now that there's so many japanese companies killing it again um that whole market there's almost like you know you can save stuff for tgs because they got stuff to announce now and shit that is going to be really exciting 100 yeah so uh, i mean like square enix i think is back uh capcom yeah. i think is back i don't want to get too confident in that because they've only released a couple really good games but what they've released are fantastic um, I mean, you got all sorts of shit. Uh, Bandai Namco, I think, is doing a really good job right now. Um, like a bunch of these companies hit or are, miss, but their hits are really good. Yeah, they're, they're really good. Yeah. Like uh, they're doing a great job. So TGS is exciting uh, again. I mean, Gamescom was was, uh, was awesome. exciting. I mean, like gaming in general right now, when it comes to all these events, there's something. I mean, wow, no, PAX don't really have anything except for Cyberpunk. <laughs> but people are disappointed with that, which kind of sucks. But um, but uh. It just was too short for a lot of people. Oh Jesus Christ! I did. I did a stream. Uh, make sure to go watch that. <laughs> Game's coming um, out. You'll get the whole experience yourself. They want to know, Chevy. Don't be get off your fucking high horse. No, I can't. It's too high. <laughs> so, can't yeah. reach. Scared. Might get hurt getting down. Yeah. Anyway, it's more comfortable up there. Have you been on a high horse? It's comfy as fuck. Have you tried this saddle that I bought for this high horse? It is very comfy. Yeah, he saved up. Why would he get off when like, he can stay I don't on? Like your horses, yeah. <laughs> Chris. Um, I'm excited for a new Resident Evil game. I enjoy all of watch, even, even just watching people play them. Even if I get too spooked by them every now and then, I do enjoy playing them. Um, I'm curious as to whether this is going to be like like a Killing Floor style s game um, where you fight waves. I'll take that. Um, I would be intrigued to see how they do it in a Resident Evil platform, but I would still want like the intriguing story. Like that's what always keeps me in Resident Evils. Is the cool like sci-fi story involved in the horror genre? Mm. It always, it's always my favorite part of it. Um, so as long as they keep that in it, I think I'd be happy with a Killing Floor esque game. You know what I'd like actually? Now that we're doing that, mm. I'd love to see it be like a Left 4 Dead Vermintide style game. Yeah, Ooh. that would be dope. <laughs> that'd be fun. Um, that'd be cool. Uh, <clears throat> one thing I just thought about is. Outbreak, when it came out, was an extension of the Resident Evil 2 story. Resident Evil 2 Remake has come out, and I fucking loved it. I thought it was really good. Um, so for them to make another thing like Outbreak now would kind of make sense. Because that, like I said, well, that was actually a different episode. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil 2 was a lot of people's first Resident Evil. Yeah. So it's like mm -hmm. the Resident Evil. I, I, would, I would bet to say that 
it is the Final Fantasy VII Resident Evil. Resident Evil 2 is like everybody's first Resident Evil, their favorite one. Resident Evil 1 is my favorite, but 2 is fantastic. But it was like the one that everybody got into first, typically, when I talk to people. And so it makes sense to remake that one because that's like the pinnacle. Um, but revisiting that, why not revisit uh, more of the lore around that? That is the central. Like Resident Evil serves as like an, a prologue almost to the event of Raccoon City. And so uh, Raccoon City, there's so much shit the event that happened there uh, to build upon. Resident Evil 3 is based off of that whole scenario too. And they're been, they've been saying they're working on Resident Evil 3 remake as well. So why not make a multiplayer game? Because that's all the rage. People want to play multiplayer games. I love multiplayer games. Um, that also complements that whole thing. I mean, like if, if they're going to maybe remake 2 and, well, they already did, but um, and then remake games around that scenario, why not build upon it? So if they do do that, that it makes sense in that regard as well. Uh, just because, you know, that's why Outbreak existed. That's why this could exist. I would love to see, a, even call it Outbreak again, make a brand new one. Mm-hmm. refine it but make it play like resident evil 2 resident evil 2 feels good the shooting feels really good and the horror is there and the scarcity of uh like ammo was fantastic it was it's a it's a really good survival horror game but it also is modern it feels really good the way it plays i love the way it plays i loved shoot the shooting in it the way when you shoot zombies in the head and their head like you know bucks back and stuff like it felt felt really good if you can make that same experience in a multiplayer game, and maybe do something like Vermintide. I didn't even think about that. That'd be cool. Oh, that would um, be but some kind of you know scenarios you're going through, just like the original Outbreak, with the new engine and the new gameplay. I mean, that would be a fucking winner, especially with how well Resident Evil 2 did, and the buzz on it. You release this with the main teams working on this, with the same kind of love and care, and like you know hard work and attention to detail. Uh, it'll sell. And just make sure you know plays well. And I you know I already said said I'm sold on it, but um. But it'd be awesome to to see that. So and then yeah, maybe you could get people like Chevy playing it, even though if it is like Resident Evil Two, you're not gonna want to play it because that game's fucking dark and <laughs> creepy, and I loved it. Um, but yeah, I I hope pretty much sure everything you guys just said is all true. Those are all good ideas. The Vermintide thing would be interesting, just because that would make it more gamey and less survival horror. But at the same time, I mean, I wouldn't say no to that because I love that formula of game. So. Where you're just moving through a map and there's like you know randomized enemies and I think with the Resident Evil playstyle, you could you could have a unique version of that a take on that that genre even and it could just be like Vermintide, where it is scenarios where you're going through except in this case obviously going through sections of Raccoon City trying to maybe get out. So mm-hmm. I just I just hope they can incorporate the dark imagery and try and find some way to maintain a horror element to it though because um because that i i don't want to be just a shooter yeah i I mean i get that i think that would really be such a back step because they just now got back with resident evil remake 2 remake and 7 into saying resident evil is a horror game it's a horror game again and that's what i love because they really deviated from that with 4 5 and 6 and i'm with you on that 100 percent um on the on the 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 I don't know what word I'm looking for. Essentially, on the main number franchises, they should stick to what that is. The same way Final Fantasy has like its thing for its main number franchises, but then we'll use the name for offshoots as well. It could be just a Resident Evil offshoot mm-hmm. um, if they want to be experimental, but don't ever give it a number. Don't do what they did, essentially. Even though 4, 5, and 6, you know, for some people, 
you know, and well, four is a lot of people, but five and six were some yeah. people were, were fine games. They weren't Resident Evil anymore, right? So mm-hmm. um, don't do that again. Call them something else. So Yeah. But I'm fine either way. I'm the wrong person. I Like, I'm not a Resident Evil guy. So I'm just throwing out, as someone who wants to play a video game, ideas that were appealing to me. So Definitely. Yeah, just to reiterate real quick, uh, if this was the perfect game for me, what I would want is I would want it to be called Resident Evil Outbreak. Again, it just doesn't have to be one, two, or three. Just call it Outbreak. It's been long enough. Uh, reinvent the game. Make it a four-player cooperative game that's in the vein of Resident Evil 2 Remake, where you have really high-rendered, awesome locations in Raccoon City, where you have a start point, end point, have multiple scenarios to play through with four people, plays just like Resident Evil 2 Remake with uh, randomized uh, uh, items in the map, uh, maybe difficulties, so different people can play different versions of it. Um, I don't know how you do progression, but if you could do that, but you don't need to, um, and have random or not random, different characters, just like in the original uh, Outbreak game, that you can uh, pick and have you know job abilities, not necessarily like an MMO, but you know like oh I got I got the gun, everybody fucking you know. You know, we're going to use this if we have to, but, you know, keep it, Uh, you know, somebody else with like, you know, a lockpick or whatever. So you're, you know, working together to survive, but also make those maps really dark in certain areas, light in certain areas and have somehow, some way uh, scares. I mean, one thing that was really good about Resident Evil 2 is it's really claustrophobic. So you can still hear shit around the corner, but you don't want to go around that corner because it's dark as fuck. And you, you're like, there could be a zombie there. And it might just lunge at you as soon as you walk around or it might be just wandering around. You don't know. So you have to you know, go and find out. And to translate that into a multiplayer game, I think you could do. I don't want to see four people playing together just running through the map and just knifing zombies and shooting them and shit. That I mean, I would play it still. But um, I think there's an opportunity here to make a really cool game that they, they tried to make back in the day. And they could definitely do it now. The technology's there, the framework's there, and what they've achieved with Remake, uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake, and uh, just translate that into a, a four-player co-op game, that would be awesome, and I'd be so excited to play it. Mm-hmm. Anything else you guys want to add? Mm-mm. All right, let's know in the comments, what do you think about these rumors? Uh, what do you think it's going to be? Did you play Outbreak back in the day? Did you play Revelations? that the only mm-hmm. one you referenced? Um, I've heard good and bad things about one of the Revelations and the other one. Um, and uh, what do you want this game to be? What do you think it's going to be? And are you excited for TGS? And uh, yeah, let me know everything you think about in the comments below when it comes to rumored Resident Evil coming out at uh, are being shown at TGS. Second bit of news is pretty short, but I feel like we need to talk about it. So uh, it has been confirmed by CD Project Red. And before I go into this, I did do a uh, live reaction to the um, PAX gameplay. There's a stream of it. Make sure to go back and watch that. If you want to hear my opinions on what was uh, shown there, it's all there. So what we're talking about is CD Projekt Red has come out and confirmed that you will not be in third person during cutscenes. It is a first person game, so you'll be in first person in cutscenes. Now, there's been some uh, back and forth between people, uh, a lot of gaming uh, journalists uh, confused because they thought that you were gonna be in third person during cutscenes when that was never said. Uh, In fact, from my understanding, I've been reading, it's also supposed to be in first person. But, so it's finally been confirmed by CD Projekt Red, you will be in first person perspective during cutscenes as well. Uh, There is a tweet from Markin, Marchin, Marson, I don't know how you say his name, uh, Mamat, uh, that says, achieving full immersion in 
an FPP game is extremely important and the decision made by the team to go 100% uh, first person in Cyberpunk game is something that will benefit it greatly from gameplay and storytelling perspectives. That said, players will still be able to see their characters in the inventory screen during driving sequences, in mirrors, and very occasionally in some of the cutscenes. Uh, so yeah, confirmed. You will be in first person for most of the game. For me, this is no uh, no surprise, but apparently it has been making the news lately. So people were, for some reason, expecting a third-person perspective in cutscenes. In fact, in my stream, we discussed this. Um, not me and you, but people watching with me. Uh, I was talking about how uh, in storytelling, it's it's it makes complete sense because now, since you are locked into a, um, um, a viewpoint, they can do things off screen during story uh, missions that you might not expect. There's more ways they can tell story. It would be inconsistent if they put in third person because then things that they might want to do in the story that from a first person perspective, they can't now because you can see around your character. So, um, you know, they're going for that immersion. So we discussed it there. So this isn't a surprise for me. But what do we think about this being confirmed lockdown? And what do you think about it? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I knew it was a first-person game, so I guess I'm a little confused on why this is even coming up. Um, obviously, there was some misconception. To elaborate there. real quick as well, there has been, and the opinions are valid, people who want to be able to play the game third person. I've also said that I don't care, but it'd be cool if later in the game, you beat the game, whatever, maybe you can unlock a third-person mode. Yeah. So you can, if you want to play like that, you can, or I'm sure on Steam, there'll be a fucking mod that comes out. But... um. But I get where they're coming from, but at the same time, like I said before, with the, the storytelling, they want to tell it from a first-person perspective, and there's a lot of things you can do in first-person you can't do in third-person. So um, there has been people who want that. Mm -hmm. So it's just interesting how that has translated to at least gaming journalism as that is or was going to be a thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I there's nothing wrong with people you know, wanting things uh, out of games they play. I'm not worried about that part so much as just like... Um, I had heard speculation about the third person stuff, but like you had mentioned when, you know, telling the, or reading the article or whatever, uh, that was never actually said. So, um, and this just comes down to, it, it's not just this game. It's, it, we've covered stuff like this in the past too, where, where speculation just kind of gets way out of control to the point where people believe it's, it is the, the fact of the matter. Mm -hmm. Um, unless, unless the developer, uh, comes out and says something, don't assume it's in the game. Like the, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I can't. Well, and the thing that kind of sucks about it too, and again, I'm not trying to, to take away from anybody's opinions on what they want. That's completely that's, fine. Yeah, that's completely um, different too. So. so, but the thing that sucks about this is, and this did happen with No Man's Sky a little bit, but also at the same time, he did lie about certain things, like undoubtedly. There were like, things said there, yeah. He said some shit that he shouldn't have. But there's other things, too, that were just kind of like speculated on, and they turned into fact, and they weren't. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's just one example. The, people will let things grow, and then that becomes fact, and then people just assume that's how it's going to be, and then when they don't get that, they get upset. Dancer and, as healer in Final Fantasy was a good example yeah. of that as well. People <laughs> yeah. said it so much that that became the expectation. And so I don't want to, I don't want to shit on anybody who has gotten like really excited about something that they heard about like that because that is one thing that's always fun about games is to speculate, but you can't put a lot of emotion behind something that has not been confirmed. And that's not just to say like, 
don't have those opinions, don't get excited about. I just sat there and speculated about Resident Evil, sure. whatever the it fuck. It could be fun. It could be whatever the hell it is. If it's not that, which I know it won't be exactly what I want, I can't be upset with that. That was my idea. That's something I thought would be cool. Um, same thing with stuff like this. Like, um, speculate, have fun with it, but don't put a lot of emotion into it. Um, because it, when you're disappointed, you're going to be upset. And that's just, uh, not only is it unfair to the developer, it's also unfair to you. Because yeah, you yep. just set yourself up for essentially failure. Um, Speculation needs to be separate from expectation. Yeah, and that's one thing with this yeah. channel I really try and separate. Is I like to just say, let's speculate a bit here. Because that's always fun. It's going to happen. Um, mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I, I don't want to ever give out false information. I don't want to push false information. I want to be clear about what we think versus what is what has been said, what has been fact, or at least what we've heard has been fact, and really clarify we've heard this. Yeah. Um, so stuff with this, like this, you know, I, I'm I get confused when I when I hear people so sure about things, and I'm like, well, where, like I'm always like, well, where'd you hear that? Where's the like, you got a link? Like, because we do a news show, mm -hmm. people tell me stuff. I'm like, like throw me a link, man. Like, let me know because I, I you know, a lot of information. Like even when you talk to like. I hate to use the term, but like, you know, like a more casual gamer. I've heard them like say stuff about games coming out that like is completely unrelated. Like, oh, isn't that supposed to be like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, where did that come from? I'm not even upset with them. I'm just like, where does this information manifest from? And how does it? It's telephone, man. It's, I told this yep. person, they told someone else, they told someone else, and it turned into a completely different story. And I feel like that can evolve into something really negative. I've watched it too many times. And I won't use the word toxic because I hate that word, but it's too vague. But um, it does create an atmosphere of negativity around something if it's not achieved and it's unfair, like I said, to everybody when it was never confirmed. Uh, again, it's like it's like a fucking mutating virus. It's weird when it comes to speculation. So yeah. that being said, like like, yeah, more so we're talking about that this was ever really a thing is weird that we're talking about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the news. I, I want to pull this for this conversation mostly. Yeah. When it comes to the actual news of this being confirmed, this is what I already knew from what I had read. Um, I was going into this game expecting a first-person experience, mm -hmm. and I've backed it. You know, I don't care either way. If you want the third person, they put it in there. I wouldn't be like, God damn it. It's fine. But, like, I play first-person shooters. I don't mind first-person perspective. Um and uh, if the cutscenes are going to be in first person, that makes sense to me because you, the storytelling is going to be different. You have to tell stories differently in third person and third per, or first person. Um, so it makes sense to be consistent. They've already kind of they just said there will be some cutscenes with third person. I assume that's probably maybe like a, in the beginning of the game or the end of the game. Mm -hmm. Maybe your character comes out of a car or something like that, and then you zoom into the back of their head. Or at the end, some big event happens, and you see it from like a outer perspective, and you see your character there while it happens. I don't know. Speculating. But um, but not expecting. But yeah, but uh, just throwing <laughs> ideas out there um, on what it could be possibly. But you know, the first person thing—that's what I'm expecting. That's what I thought mm -hmm. from what I've read. That's what I've gathered. Gathered, and uh, so there's nothing disappointing or uh, necessarily interesting about this to me. I was just more so confused on like when I'm reading like, you know, Polygon and Kotaku and Forbes and all sorts of gaming places. Forbes has a gaming section, um, apparently. Uh, yep. They're all like. Apparently they never said this. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they haven't. Wait, what are you confused about? What's the passive aggressive aspect to this? My buddy in the um, industry said they did, were going to have it though. General they, rule of thumb for information gathering: check your source, check your source's source, and then take that with a grain of salt. We don't do that yeah. these days. 
Um, <laughs> so, I mean, and again, uh, with the actual news, I just want to say, I'm, I'm fine with it. I like it. That's what I expected, and that's what I want. If they chose to do something else, you know, with CD Projekt Red, we trust. I don't care. Whatever the fuck they do, I'm down for. <laughs> um, that, I'll just put it that way. Until, until shown otherwise. I have preferences in most games. CD Projekt Red says they're doing something. I don't care. Just do it. They're going to do it great. I fucking trust them. So, um, so whatever they chose to do, they got their reasons. I back it. I ship it. It's good. So, um, I'm all for it. And, uh, and yeah, I just more so want to talk about the, the whole playing the game like telephone and how Mm. people are like, (laughs) apparently they're not going to have third person cutscenes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Where the fuck did you get that from? (laughs) Unless you're like, just really wanted, it's fine. We already went over this. I'm not going to go over it again. Chris, what's your uh, thoughts on? Pretty much what um, we've talked about, but also, uh, you know, preference on first person, third person thing. Uh, well, like I said, it, you take your information, you check your source, check your source's source, take it with a grain of salt. That's the general rule of thumb, even in like, even for any kind of like information gathering, even for school, you have to have a source. You need to check that source to see if they're valid. Don't just take things at face value because that's how misinformation gets thrown about in the world. And that's how people get angry. And that's how violence starts. People just blow up over misinformation constantly. That being said, I personally prefer third-person games only because I like seeing my character, especially when they have customization options. It feels like, hey, that's me. That's my character. I like being able to see the physical aspect of it. However, first-person storytelling can be immensely immersive. And if this is the direction they want to go with it, then who am I to fucking argue with them? It's their story that they're going to tell. It's the way they want to tell it, the way they feel like it's going to be told best. Would I like it to be third person? Sure. Am I upset that it's not? Not really. I would yeah. say one one thing that comes to mind immediately, talking about like the immersion that you're going to get out of a first-person experience versus third person, is in the original uh, uh, gameplay showcase where they're making the deal and there's just arms crossing because people are putting guns in people's faces and holding mm-hmm. you know, uh, the, the chip at the same time type thing. I was like, that was crazy looking. I wouldn't have seen it that close in third person. I wouldn't have seen all the right. details. I would have seen it happen still, and it still probably would have been cool, but you were in it. In first yeah. person, so th- that's what they want. They want to give you all that the juicy right. detail with the the interactions with people because mm-hmm. that's the type of game cyberpunk is. Is a like you are a street rat trying to become the best street rat, the richest street rat. Stop right. being a street rat, pretty much. You know, so like it, I don't know. It simulates that intimacy that you have in real life. Yes. That like that close connection of that seeing those little details of the person whereas third person can't necessarily always portray that as well I another example they should oh go ahead no no i was just gonna say, i also prefer third person games just to throw that mm-hmm. out there and i i'm totally okay with the first person in this game so yeah yeah another example pref- of a, a compact impact scene would be like the eyeball scene where you're getting your eyeball replaced with under cybernetic one you would not have that experience of seeing that like cringe like oh like the things come and taking your eye out your vision goes out and then you see yourself in third person from the new eyeball that's coming in. Yeah. Um, and th- that's, that is a good point. Um, I don't really have a preference on first person or third person either, as long as you nail whatever you're trying to do. Um, if you chose whichever one you're doing and you do it well, that's all I want. Um, but there are factors in storytelling that you have to start looking into. So if you do a third person RPG, you're either going to do what like a lot of, uh, 
you know, decision-based RPGs are going to do and just have like fixed camera angles where people are standing there looking at each other talking. And then when you pick a thing, their dialogue changes. And then like, maybe you'll hit a button and then like someone will like pull their gun up or something like that. And like, you're more so just like reading the story or watching the story unfold or have something closer to like, uh, like an uncharted where the camera is more dynamic. It's moving around. It's more mm-hmm. cinematic looking, but then you're more so watching a movie and you're watching the next cutscene you decided to have. So like you make the decision and then it goes to the next thing, you know, you get that cut, it goes to the next scene and then like it's, it plays out and that's fine as well. But in this, we are seeing these immersive, uh, things happening, um, another one that, 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 uh, that I was going to bring up is the part where, um, you're talking with the chick down in the, the corpo. Yeah. The corpo and that guy sitting there checking you out and like, you're looking at like both of them and they're both like talking, like you ask you questions and you're answering. He's like, she's fucking lying or he's fucking lying or whatever the hell. Uh, and you're looking at him and his eyes are like doing that crazy thing. That's all details you're getting that you would not get in a third person experience. You'd be watching from above or from the side. And it would be more so like you're just gathering the info, like okay, they're they're questioning them. But from that first person perspective, you're you're the person. You're there looking right at them while they're playing it out and stuff. And there's a guy over there yelling about shit, and like there's this whole situation happening that you're standing there with them, and it creates immersion. That's literally what they're talking about. So, um, like I said, you know, C Project Red wanted to do it this way, and from what I've seen so far, it's it makes sense why they're doing it this way. It makes sense for them to be consistent. Uh, with uh, that tone and that visual style um, and being first person and telling the story all the way through like that. Because from what I've seen so far, they've been doing a great job. Like you said earlier with the gun thing, you know, from a third person angle, you just see them go, all right, blah, blah, blah. But like from this angle, you actually get that like dynamic, like the gun enters the scene almost like a surprise. You get that option. Through people's arms and shit. You see yeah. you see that option and you're like, oh, I'm going to do that real quick. And then now it's just there in, in the scene. It happens just as you do it and it, it, it escalates the scene. You're there. You're in the fucking, you're, you're experiencing what's happening right there. You feel the tension and that's what they're going for and that's what I'm, I'm loving about it. So uh, I don't think you'd achieve the same level. In a third person perspective, it's more like you're watching a movie. Um, you're watching and the not everyone's Naughty Dog. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody's Naughty Dog except for Naughty Dog. Um, so, uh, although Gorilla Games does a great job at what they do. Um, just throwing them out there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, and Control's fantastic. Play that. Um, so, yeah, we can talk about this forever. This could turn into Taste Cast, but uh, I feel like we're all on the same page. We all, we all understand where they're coming from. We trust them to do what they want to do. We respect that. Um, and when it comes to speculation, you know, it's fun. Do it. That's like, oh, part. Yeah. I, I also hate when people shit on people speculating. I'll see like on Twitter, people will be like, oh, it'd be cool if they did this. And people are like, no, they're fucking stupid. They didn't, they didn't have even said that. Where'd you get that from? And I'm like, you just let them like, there's a balance, like, like have fun with the speculation. It's part of being a gamer, but at the same time, don't let that lead your opinion and don't fucking trust it. Also, unless... why would you want to stifle that? Because what if a dev comes along and reads that sure. and they get inspired? It's feedback. it's feedback. Yeah. Let people have fun. As long yeah. as it's fun. Yeah. So. so yeah. Speculate, but be responsible about it and don't don't trust your own speculation uh, without your sources. So yeah. and uh, I shouldn't have to tell that to game journalists. So and we don't have to tell you guys, right? <laughs> no. No, we're having a conversation. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> but fuck game journalism. Anyway, 
I mean, that's all I have to say on it, really. I feel like. No, yeah, we're going to ramble. Yeah. And we've been rambling, honestly. So. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I was like, we're talking about two topics because I feel like there's conversations to be had here. Yeah. Typically, we do like three. So, uh, so yeah, let us know in the comments. Uh, first off, uh, are you one of the people who, that were surprised to hear that uh, the cutscenes will not be in third person? If you are one of those people, no shame. Why did you think that? Uh, did you hear that from somewhere? Give me kind of some insight on where that came from, because maybe I'm just out of the loop. I don't know. Maybe I didn't hear something that other people heard. Uh, what would you prefer, third person or first person? Are you okay with either? Uh, do you have a preference? Um, what do you think? You know, the cutscenes are going to be like. They speculated, or they didn't speculate. They said that there's going to be some cutscenes that are third person. What do you think those are going to be? And uh, yeah, overall, what, what are you thinking about Cyberpunk? Do you trust CD Projekt Red to do whatever? I'm sure you do if you're looking forward to the game. Everybody seems to be kind of on the same page on that. And uh, let's know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Cyberpunk in the comments below. You have something to add? No, uh, but you, you kind of sound like you're going towards the outro, and I just want to throw a reminder out there real quick. If you made it this part of the episode, I assume you like us and you you like being part of the community just a reminder we're our game of the month in december is your guys's pick make sure to put some suggestions in the the comments below about what you'd like us to play so yeah i'm gonna start i'm gonna start running like a tally and like the games that come up the most uh once we do have some kind of vote i don't know how we're gonna do that yet but um the ones that get the most uh mentions will be like in like a top four and then we'll let you guys vote on that so yeah that was it so, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of Taste Teasing and Taste of the Gaming. I want to thank Chris for hanging out. <laughs> As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at Taste of the Gaming. You can check out me and Chris on Twitch and me on Mixer and YouTube. Links down below. Uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And uh, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. Until the next episode, which I don't know what the hell that will be. It'll probably be Tastecast. Episode 100? Probably. Maybe. Probably. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, whatever. It's the 100th episode. That's fucking crazy. Uh, until then, have a good week, guys, and take it easy.